Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm good. You might hear some uh, <laughs> drilling in the background in a generator soon, but uh, all is good here. You're drilling for oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can make more plastic. That well, could be like the biggest thing, <laughs> couldn't it, really, when you think about it? It's like that would be of, hilarious. It's like yeah. calling me a fucking gentleman. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> you a gentleman, Sean. Don't fucking call me a gentleman. <laughs> I fucking hate it when people call me a gentleman. Um, oh. Yeah, so we were chatting. Yeah. A few things we want to get through. You have no screen, which nobody can see anymore, because I was just saying I'm not on YouTube anymore. Um, yeah. And you were asking me about, um, literally just a few seconds, I said, we have to put this on the podcast. Um, I've no phone and I've no WhatsApp and I've no now YouTube and I've, I've literally just a podcast. Um. And you were asking me, how is that? How am I finding it? I'm finding it great. I'm finding it brilliant, if I'm being honest, because you know the way, right, we know each other and we kind of understand each other in the sense of we're not big into, how would you say, if I was doing a concert, like, do you know the way you two do? Like, Bono needs 80,000 people just to feel normal. Right. I wouldn't mind doing a concert. <laughs> I'd want to fuck off afterwards because it would be too much for me. Yeah. You know that type of way? And it'd be like, oh, I can't deal with it. Don't be talking to me. <laughs> that type of thing. Exactly. So I'm kind of happy in a sense of, I've no phone the last couple of days and that's really good. Um, my, life awesome. my life hasn't stopped. Um, yeah. Way more patient. Like, Way more patient without a phone. Like, really fucking dramatically improves the patience. The term that I would describe when you said about like uh, being overwhelmed, I guess, by being connected all the time, it's just like, I don't know, I think our um, senses get flooded by that. So I, technology, especially, is just super stressful for us. I honestly, for myself, I won't speak for every person yeah. with PPD. I honestly don't think I'm supposed to be connected. I think it leads to an air of anxiety. And then because you're always checking, aren't you? You're yeah. always seeing, is there something there? Did you miss something? You're always okay. like, yeah. And, and, and what are you missing on a... I don't know at this stage. What are you missing? You're missing very yeah. little. Um, I haven't been on like Facebook and Instagram in months at this stage. So there I'm missing like and nothing happened to my life. Like I didn't get hit by a meteorite or um, <laughs> literally nothing happened. Like even would you believe, right, Ireland has completely wiped out the restrictions. We are literally wow. done, right? Wow. We're literally done. And Spotify has gone a bit mad lately, so I can't talk too much openly about all this in case they go mad. But I can talk about Ireland's restrictions are gone. In other words, on a Thursday night, we were in full restrictions. And then on a Friday night, we'd none. <laughs> it's like, wow. Is that uh, it was just vaccinated? a... Huh? Because most people are vaccinated? Yeah, Ireland had a massive uptake in vaccines. Massive. Like 96% or something like that. Yeah, okay. Huge number of people. 
and we have and we had a massive number of people still getting breakthrough infections and right. massive amount of mask wearing and breakthrough infections and but you see at one stage it does come down to the fact of like whoever got vaccinated in Ireland got their vaccine and the and the government went right that's it that's literally all we can do we've done everything we can do no more and they knew it themselves if they were if if Ireland like the Irish are a bit mad, we're all right and we love a laugh. And we'll have a bit of crack with you. But if you fucking annoy us, we'll go to the debt type of thing. It's just our nature. It's just um, our nature. And a fellow was asking me that the other day and I says, I, I do joke about it, but it's true. It's from fighting the British for over 800 years. We're, we're constantly ready to fight. Um, yeah. And I'd say if like I'm laughing because I'm just like the Irish nature. I was just lo- like going, yeah, it makes sense because they, they literally went, that's it. We've done as much as we can do. Whoever's not getting yeah. vaccinated. I think there's about 400,000 people in Ireland not vaccinated out of 5 million. So wow. you're about uh, 10% roughly in and around. I'm not sure the numbers, but in and around. No, that wouldn't make sense if 94, 96% were vaccinated. Either way, whatever numbers out there, they're not being yeah. done. It's as simple as it gets, right? Yeah. I would imagine if the Irish government turned around and went, right, that's it. You're all being mandated. <laughs> I'd say Ireland had burned to the ground. <laughs> um, so I think the Irish government were wise in their own way. Um. And that's it. Like, literally on a Thursday, I wasn't allowed to go to the cinema or restaurants or bars. And then on a Friday, I was. Wow. And it's just wild. You know, um, I find that comical in a sense of (laughs) the COVID was there on a Thursday, but on Friday, it was told to have manners. You know. Are you breaking up with me? The uh, zone. Can you hear me? I can. I can barely. It's okay. in and out. It's. It's. I'm coming back with my uh, my phone. Hold on. So this is the challenge of living in uh, a simple place. Yeah. I think this is better, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's um, better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, but it's funny because here in America the restrictions have been so patchy, but then people just basically do what they want because of the American story. So it's funny hearing the Irish story. Mm. And relationship to rules and regulations because we have a very funny approach as well, based on our history. Absolutely, and you see that's yeah. it. You, everybody has their own culture and nature, and they're going to revert back into that. Like, look at Australia. I mean, Australia was a penal colony. Right. Um, it literally was where all the Irish who robbed a loaf of bread were sent to, you know, or a pig. <laughs> Yeah. A loaf of bread. <laughs> you rob a loaf of bread. I'm trying to feed the family. You took our food. Off, yeah. to, off to fucking Australia with you for life. Um, so Australia is a serious piece. crime. Yeah, that's mental. Yeah. Yeah. I find that comical. And again, if you look at the Irish, like that happened to us. A loaf of bread. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Wild. Yeah. <laughs> like a loaf of bread off to Australia. And you had to work serious on the farm. consequences. Yeah, you had to work on a farm wow. for your life. Wow. Um, yeah, because you stole food because the British <laughs> stole food on us. The British stole our food and then we tried to rob food back and then we were sent to Australia. 
Um, yeah, nee, you know, either way. Well, you know, some got to make up your own penalty, right? So, yeah, if you look at Australia, look at what they're after going back into. It's like a penal Connolly or, you know, Connolly. Say the word colony. Yes. Colony. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not going to get it. Ask her to say it. Um, right. <laughs> a writer, I'm a writer after all, so you can ask yeah, me. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Every, every country has gone back to their natural rhythm. Their, their basic seat. Yeah, exactly. It's so crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Once so one, but you know something? When you stir somebody up, mm. and it, it's just making me think, if you stir someone up, they will revert back to their natural nature. Okay, that's a really good point. And that's basically exactly what happened. Yeah, we're all under stress. We're all under stress. Yeah, and if you stir them up, they'll go back to their natural nature. But speaking of natural nature, we had a question. Well, I had a question, and I want to hash it out because I... I oh, let's do it. Yeah, all right. And the question I had in my head the other day was, I believe people with narcissism... Get way more hurt than people with BPD, which is hard to believe. We like to think we're the kings and queens of being hurt, but I have a little theory on it, you know. Yeah, but I wanted to hash out. So, what do you think? I like the question. First of all, I think when you brought this to me, I said, Wow, that's so interesting because I've been having similar thoughts lately, but not quite what you said, but similar line. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I perceive in people with narcissistic traits that they are hurt in some way and whether it's more more or less than bpd it's definitely a hurt and understanding that might lead us a little closer to where they're at like where they're coming from i guess oh yeah i I believe so like i've been um i've been reflecting over this over a couple of weeks now um especially with with mommy yeah and it, it has come into my mind. I was there going, I just wonder, like, you have, we're in the Rat Pack gang, as I call it. We're in the, you know, cluster B personality disorders, right? So our just yeah, yeah. personalities are disordered. And I was just looking at people with people, I was looking at people with MPD, and I think myself, <coughs> this is just a theory. Mm. I think at some stage in a, what you have is a child, and, <coughs> excuse me, and it has the capacity to become narcissistic. Right. And I, at some stage in their childhood, they got so badly hurt. Mm. They just built this wall. And then what they do is they'll laugh and mock. Because you ever notice people with MPD are fuckers for laughing and mocking at people? Oh, big time, big time, big time. Like, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. you well, because they don't right. know how else to go. Are you OK? Right. Remember, right. Right. Yeah, I remember a person. I remember a person once turned around and said to me, um, as I said, and I, I'll always say I'm surrounded by people that have very strong narcissistic traits and I love them. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very close to people. And I do love them. Um, right. I remember someone said to me, oh, you're not drinking. Oh, yeah, I forgot you can't drink because of what you've done to yourself. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> That's like, a hurtful comment. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just yeah. love it. Yeah, that'll be you all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that'll yeah. be you. Yeah, I'd rather than going, how does it feel not drinking? Right. And I, my response was, I, actually, I give the response. My response was, no, I can't drink. I just choose not to. Right. It's more responsible. Um, I, of course I could drink. I could walk. We have a fucking, yeah. ton, we have a ton of drink in the house, literally, as, as I speak. Um, yeah. I could literally go down and drink it. Of course, nobody would yeah. be happy. But, I mean, who's, no. going, <laughs> who's going to stop me? So it's yeah. a choice. No, you're, um, you're able. Yeah. And, and, and that's my point, is instead of actually going, how does it feel not drinking? They couldn't say that because that's leaning towards empathy. Right. So it's, ha, ah, <laughs> ah, yeah, you're not drinking. Oh, I forgot you can't because of what you've done to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still find it funny. Still fu- yeah. I do find it funny because you just have to look at it in the context of going, if you had a little bit of empathy, you would have asked it a different way. Exactly. But the same person, um, like, I know that they would feel pain 10 times worse than I. Mm. I notice, you know, I yeah. know it. And that's the thing is, I think people with BPD, it's horrible when we get hurt. Yeah, it's absolutely horrible. And the rumination and why and fucking it depends if something happened to us or we done something because we're equally good for both. And it's it's just that. Whereas I think with people with narcissism, I I'm starting to question the whole empathy thing going I think the fuckers can feel it, but it's just so painful. They don't want to go there. Well, we are capable of putting up those walls as BPD Mm -hmm. people. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sometimes it's, it's really patchy here, but I'm, I'm hanging in. I can hear you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, but it's, uh, it's interesting because I'm thinking about that too, because there are moments where I've totally shut off my emotions, you know, and dissociated or just, blocked everything out and i wonder if for narcissists they just have a different reaction in the moment you know we're like oh i am gonna kill myself narcissists are like oh i'm gonna make that person want to kill themselves you know what i mean yeah yeah maybe yeah yeah we just (laughs) (laughs) self-destruct unfortunately yeah yeah yeah. we 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 press the self-destruct for that yeah we do yeah we we love that red button (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we do <don't. laughs> and you're itching to yeah. press it going don't press it and yeah you just want yeah. to just be over and done with it you know yeah exactly but I do I do I think I I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at not I'm looking at people at the moment and I'm just going I wonder I wonder is it just too painful with right. people with people with MPD I wonder is yeah. it that and I'm I'll tell you what I'm like, what I'm going trying to do. I'm going to try and break right through into my mother. That's, that's, wow. what yeah. you know, I'm going to break right through into her in a sense of, you know, before she passes just to see, because yeah. not to see because I'm a fucking sadistic bastard because oh. it's the yeah. case that they're so afraid and they're just so afraid of being hurt. I yeah. would hate to think my mother left the earth 
without knowing too well deep down that somebody loves her so much. Yeah, that's so kind. And I want to make sure that that's her leaving, uh, wow. you know, life. I don't want her leaving yeah. without knowing deeply. No, she knows we love her. There's no denying that. Right. But you know the way some people, they're, they're kind of, they know you love you, but then you're always afraid they're going to hurt you. So they're always on edge anyway. <laughs> right, exactly. No, yeah. They're always on edge. It's like, I know you love me, but I'll still put up 15,000 bricks in front of you, just in case. Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> and I, 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 yeah. I want to kind of try and break through to my mother just before she passes and see, you know, and, and basically, basically uh, I don't know how much I do love her. Ooh, I love her so much. Um. Because if it is a case that people with MPD have just this massive amount of feelings that they had to push down. Right. Maybe that's what it is. It's just that they're like, do you know the way? Yeah. Yeah. We are deep, right? Say that again. Do you know the way we are deep? We're deep. Yeah, we're deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And some people, like as Emma said before, she can't reach my depths, right? So she can't reach them depths. It made me think about the other day. I was kind of reflecting on that going, yeah. Emma can't reach my debt. That's not her fault. That's just, you know, I'm too deep. Right. And I was just thinking going, I wonder if we not reach people with empathy or people with narcissism. Can we not reach their depths? Right. Can Maybe. We not, can we not? Like we have a level of depthness, but that depthness is because of our pain. In other words, we can go re- We're like a fucking whale. We can go right down just to get away from it all. Right. Then I was just thinking of people with MPD going, I wonder do they have to go further down? And at that depth. Right. There's just no empathy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, so we're, wait, we should visualize this somehow, Sean, like, Maybe I should make it into a zine, but um, like diving into these parts of the brain because the NPD brain is probably even more primitive than the BPD. You know what I'm saying? So then, if you take the uh, the empathy and emotion out of it, you get just, I guess, narcissism because the self wants to survive. Hmm. And Maybe. you see, <laughs> the thing about it is, is that animals have empathy. Oh yeah, they do. Right, and you're sure. big into animals, right? Yeah. So it's nothing got to do with the brain at that stage. Because the brain naturally comes with empathy. I know if you're a reptile, there's fuck all empathy there, but that's the reptilian brain. But I mean, the, the primate brain has, yeah. has empathy. Yeah, pri- primates have empathy. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, it's nothing got to do with the brain. Mm. So then it has to be something else. In other words... It has to be, in, in my opinion, an event that happened that they felt so much pain over it. Right. Right down where no one would ever reach them. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. You know. How would we find the answer to this? What kind of research have you been doing? If any, or what are you going to start looking I'm at? Not, no, I'm, I'm, I'm reflecting on it. Um, none, none, because I live with, I live with people. And yeah, I, yeah. I, um, you know that type of way. Um, I, I think you, you know um, experience. Right. What I'm, I, I think myself, my, my not conclusion is, I think if I change my perspective, 
on a person with empathy, uh, with narcissism and change it around to look at them as someone who's extremely vulnerable mm-hmm. and so vulnerable that they will project themselves as arseholes constantly. Yeah. Make yeah. sure that you never touch them because I think deep down you can, you see, when you, when you can see someone who's narcissistic, they, in my experience, they generally don't want to know you because you're able to see them. Right. And they generally right. don't like, like I'm speaking about me, so I'm not talking about the world here. I'm talking about my experiences. They generally don't like me because I'm able to call them out. Mm. Okay, yes, that makes sense. And I don't have then any major opinions. It's like, well, that's just the way it is. You know, right. in other words, that's it. Like, that's what you did, and that's the way it is, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I don't have yeah. a, an, a major opinion, but at the same token, they don't like it. Right. And I'm just thinking if I change my perspective to kind of look at it as an extremely vulnerable human being who was mm-hmm. so badly hurt that they had to go really deep down into the darkness of their own mind. And I'm just wondering if you, if I use massive amounts of empathy mm-hmm. to try and coax them out of it. Do you know, like when you're rescuing a dog? Yeah. I kicked over. You have to spend like, like the Portuguese for sure. The Portuguese. You have to yeah. spend quite a bit of time with them before trust is built. Hundred percent. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Um, change the perspective on on. Uh, you know, look. I know they can be. You know, in my last podcast, I basically said there was one person, and, and we think he's MPD and he's a prick. That's a fact. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. He probably was hurt badly. I right. Oh no. Right. Um. Probably had an event happen to him that he was going to make sure he was going to be the instigator of pain for the rest of his life. You know. Mm. Right. And, um. Ending up doing stupid things to people as well. You know. So yeah, that's yeah. where my head is. That's where my head is at recently now. Going. I, I'm going to change my perspective, especially with Mammy anyway, because I want to I want to yeah. try and get really, really deep in with Mam, um, you know, before she passes, just to, yeah, to give her as much um, happiness as she possibly can. Yeah, that's such a nice uh, goal, I think, to do that, because, yeah, it's your chance. I think you've had this realization so you could use it to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah why, yeah, why not? You know, you don't want to be reflecting over these things after the fact. You, you, oh, no. <laughs> I should have done that. Would, yeah. Done that, that. Would be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the rumination is not fun. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. How's all on your end? How Have you any, anything to add to this fucking madness that we call a podcast? Yeah, well, I like I like this question and this like mm. kind of um, discussion because I have a lot of uh, NPD people in my life too, um, all over. And like you said, you're good at calling them out, and so am I. And I have like an uncanny ability to, uh, you know, notice these traits like mm. very quickly, and it kind of cue- cues me into who I become friends with and who I stay away from. Yeah. Um, but there are some relationships we can't always choose, so. I faced it a lot and yeah, like the being made fun of and the um, kind of seeming like they're untouchable, always like uh, coiffed to perfection, like their hair is perfect and everything else. 
appears perfect, but then you know that some of these people behind the scenes and their lives are really not very put together. And then you wonder, you're like, hmm, are they like snapping all the time because it's so stressful to keep things in a certain appearance or, you know. Absolutely. You know, like yeah. a, bridge, a bridge that's too tight will crack. Right. No, any structure, even like, you know, we don't have what you have. Of course we don't, because we're fucking Ireland and you're America. You've everything. Yeah. But no, but we have fact, everything. Everything is bigger here, too. Everything. Everything. Ah, oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> everything is like, there's a joke in Ireland about. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I always get myself in butter. I'll tell it. <laughs> This fellow, yeah, this American came to Ireland and, and he says, uh, show me your tallest building. And, and we should like our tallest building is fuck all. It's like, fuck all. <laughs> you can't even put stories onto it because it's fuck all stories. It's not even like, I don't think we'd have a 20. I don't think we'd have a 20 story building in Ireland. No. I don't think so. Like, no. we, don't, we, just don't. <clears throat> we don't have skyscrapers. Um. So your man, the American, says to him, he says, show me your tallest building. And he goes, um, showed him the building anyway. And it's not like it isn't that tall. I, I never looked up our tallest building, but it's fuck all. It, it wouldn't be that big. like. And he, your, the American goes, that's not tall. He says, in America, we've, we, we have buildings touching the sky. And your yeah, man, touching the sky? And he goes... Uh, well, about an inch away, right? <laughs> your man goes, show me your biggest cathedral. Your man goes, oh, show him, shows him a fucking cathedral. He goes, that's not okay. a cathedral. He says, in America, we have we've, we've cathedrals touching the sky. He goes, right, touching the sky? Uh, well, about an inch away. Your man's getting pissed off at this anyway. He goes, you know, in Ireland, he says, the women have, have the babies out of their arseholes. And the American goes, oh, well, they're arseholes. Oh, well, he says about an inch away. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. That was his answer. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> yeah. Irish, Irish jokes. They're good. Yeah. Funny. You do, you do everything. You don't have all that sort of stuff here. <laughs> we don't. Yeah. We don't. But... Um, I've forgotten now what we were talking about because um, that joke just popped into my head and I went, yeah, I'll have to tell It's that. all right, that happens sometimes. <laughs> um, no, but uh, NPD people, like uh, keeping up appearances and being so stressed yeah. by yes, that, 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 they're, that they don't even have that. Yeah, and that's where the skyscraper came into my head. In, in America, yeah. your skyscrapers have to have uh, tolerance. In other words, they have to be able to wave with the wind. Right. Or they'll fall. Or they'll, you know, there has to be, in other words, the skyscrapers are literally built upon massive kind of springy type of things. I don't know the technical name, but they are built upon massive things. That they, in other words, they can move. <clears throat> right. They're not that rigid because if they were, they would literally crack and fall. Right. Or if two planes flew into them. But beyond that. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Beyond that. They're, they're supposed pretty- to... Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's so crazy. Well, I know that too, because well, building a house, like you have to make things up to a code so that they can be flexible, but not 
break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That exactly. makes sense. Yeah. And and people with NPD, if you look at their legs, they are really rigid. Right. More perfect, like you know, the more perfect, you know, people are. You really. My argument with life is the more control a person wants, the, mm. le- the less control they're in. Right. When someone has to control everything, you know, everything has right. to be done a certain way. It has to be this way. It has to be that way. It has to be this way. Well, then the less control I believe a person is in when everything has to be so, because then it's a representation of just so out of control they are. I remember in right. work, and I think I've said this, in work, everything had to be spotless and perfect. And, you know, one day I left, I, I, which I still do, I left the, the table with paint on it and bits of paint, you'd be mixing paint and whatever. And um, my supervisor went, you know, oh, you should clean that up. No, no, no. I used to clean it up all the time. Yeah, you used to clean it up all the time. Yeah. I spent 300 hours in therapy to make sure I could leave it like that. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and I leave my windows dirty as well. I used to have my windows spotless years ago. And um, yeah, I leave them to fuck now. I, I probably wouldn't clean my windows twice a year if. Um, right. Again, I put that down to good therapy. I became a dirty bastard in that sense. Um, That's so funny. But it is important for us to unlearn those things because I'm the same. And we've talked about this, you and I, but mm. like um, with dishes and me co-living with other people yeah, and having yeah, the issue yeah. of other people who are so dirty and then I'm the total opposite. And like the, the other people are like very dirty. Um, yeah, I actually yeah. <laughs> went into the apartment who I'm sharing the home with and uh, had my husband turn off their fans that have been on for probably at least three or four years that they've lived there and they were coated with like a thick inch of dust and I almost like vomited um but I had to go in there because I noticed it and I was like I have to stop this problem but I stopped short of cleaning it up but at least I I turned things off and like told people about it but it's so hard not to fall into moments of like (laughs) needing control over the, the cleanliness because it's like, mm-hmm. it's very disturbing to, to some people. And Anna, yeah, you have to unlearn it a little bit. You do. And as you've learned there as well, you know, it's something in life when, when you were getting upset about that months ago, it's something in life when you <laughs> months ago. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Months ago? <laughs> yeah, um, it was. I'm, I'm still like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of still not there. Um, but <laughs> when you look at it, you kind of have to look at it and go, am I, am I going to get upset over that? Right. Everything, right. like, if you get upset over, I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying in general, people. If people get upset over everything, well, what the fuck is the big things then? Right, exactly. If you're not letting anything out, what's the big things then? Like, if... if I, you know, I remember years ago, I used to get upset over everything. <laughs> like I get upset over, you know, a dirty countertop and someone losing an arm. Right. And it would be the same. It'd yeah, be the exact yeah. same. It'd be like, you know, and now I'm kind of learned. I learned to let go of a lot. Like, because yeah. I'm there going, she's, if I get upset over every little thing, I've nothing left for the big stuff. Right. Exactly. Right. And when exactly. the big stuff comes, then you'll be like, you know, obviously I'm going to be talking about my mother. So whoever's listening to this going, fucking Jesus, he's talking about his mother again. This is again. Mother. Yeah, this is where my <laughs> life is at. Um, and yeah. 
Well, right, rightly so. And yeah. rightly so. If, yeah. if I was to get upset about every little tiny thing, I wouldn't yeah. be able to cope with Mammy at the moment. No. I would have used up all my energy getting upset about a spoon in a sink, like my father used to get upset about. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so exactly. when you're getting a, like, there's a perfect example. He got upset about everything. Mm. Everything. <laughs> Like everything, a spoon in a sink, kill you. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my my father too would go, no coughing or I'll kill you when I coughed when I was a child. So I would hold in my coughs. And to this day, I sometimes reflexively say, I'm sorry after I cough and I, I can't wow. stop myself. It's so fucked up. Yeah. So like people don't get that. And then you're like, well, it came from somewhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, right? <laughs> Mental, like, and, and, and we... Yeah. We take so much on board, but we're children and we, we don't know any other way. But as an adult, I think you have to untangle yourself as an adult. You have to look okay. at it and go, right, that happened to me. You know, the spoon in the sink is, is the big one in our family. I mean, you know, they mm-hmm. all know the spoon. All you have to say, <laughs> all you have to say, Tony Key's member of us is spoon in the sink. And <laughs> the hair stands on the back of their neck. They're ready to kill. Oh, you know, no. Yeah, because you'd be murdered, right? Um, but you have to untangle that now. You know, I couldn't give a shit if there's a spoon in a sink or whatnot. I think as an adult, you have to look at it and go, "Okay, that was mad, genuinely right. mad." Like that wasn't right. that wasn't just anger. That's madness in its purest form. If you're going to get upset about a spoon in a sink, there's something wrong. There's some, yeah, exactly. You know, I know you're there thinking I get upset about dishes, but I'm on about there's a big difference in physically hitting people and getting upset and going, Jesus, could you not just keep the place clean? There's a massive, there's a massive, right? Difference. No, totally, totally. You're not, you're not going out to the shed looking for an axe. <clears throat> I'm walking in, going, me? Yeah, you're <laughs> out to the shed going, I will fucking hack me yeah. to don't keep them dishes clean. You know, <laughs> but yeah. a bit of a difference, a bit of a difference. But at the same time, no, I, no, no. I do think people have to untangle yeah. themselves. Yeah. You know, and go, no. yeah, I didn't enjoy that. For sure. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's important. It is. Yeah. And I, I like that. If you're going to get upset about everything, then you have you have nothing left for the big stuff, right? right. Well, interestingly, this happened uh, just this morning. I've been under a lot of stress, as you know. I'm living, and excuse the noise, uh, in a working site, yeah, which is my future house. And so I'm walking past the generator right now. Um, mm. <laughs> but it's been, you know, cost overruns and time overruns, and every day is another challenge. And I'm living with my husband right now, and everything's great with him but you know I had a moment this morning where I had to tell him listen I'm just I'm a little overstressed can you just give me some space to just me do my thing and uh I didn't want to have a meltdown on him and that's happened in the past and so I avoided that um but I started getting like OCD things coming out where I was like why is there (laughs) grease in the grill and I have to clean the uh the stove but it's like during those stressful moments it's like the control thing goes in high 
gear and cleaning is something that I think all of us can kind of control, you know, yeah. so that's kind of a go-to. A go it um, is. Yeah, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just funny watching it happen this morning and uh, <laughs> my husband being like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm having a moment. <laughs> Yeah, but it's great. But, it's great to acknowledge that you're having a moment. It's like, oh yeah, because it's not. We're not robots, and it's in, like it's important to be able to say to somebody, especially your partner. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I can say to Emma, I'm not thinking straight at the moment. In other words, right. you, you know, you calm down with the questions because I can't make sense of them. Right. Um, it's important to be able to say these things. You know, again. Being better, it doesn't mean I'm less madder than I was 20 years ago. I'm probably worse in a sense of my <laughs> mind, but I can control. Yeah. It's there's a lead on it now. There's a lead on it. Right. I've right. I've, I've a good lead on my mind. Um, <clears throat> but at the same token, I still get overwhelmed. But I'm able to, like. You know, give up the phone because of my siblings. I just, I, I can't be, you know, I need to take a break from my siblings and not be listening right. to too many stories and all that sort of stuff. So that's super smart, I think. Is that being mentally ill? A hundred percent, right? That's a hundred percent, right? Right. It's also me being respectful that I'm mentally not able to manage right. my wife, my children, Mammy, and then all, and then my siblings, right? So somebody has to go, and I I'm letting go of my siblings for the time being until such time that, um, you know, God forbid, when Mammy does pass, and and then you know when the right. storm settles, I'll look around and see that nothing has been destroyed, right? You know, so is that being mentally? Wouldn't my argument there would. Would another person be able to handle this? They probably would. Would they be able to handle their siblings plus their children? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, what does that mean about, what does that say about me? It says that I'm going to look after my family first. Right. It says then I'm going to look after mommy next. And then it says, and that's all I'm able to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's all yeah. it says. It doesn't say anymore. I'm able to do a full-time I'm able to work a full week and all that. Like I wouldn't be, you know, that wouldn't come into my head. Right. But beyond that, I'm not able. Right. No. I don't feel I should need to be able for anything beyond. I think personally, that's enough. Um, right. you know, full-time job, three small children, a wife, and 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 a wife is hard. <laughs> Money mess. <laughs> I love. <that. laughs> I love relationships are hard. Sean, it's Valentine's Day. We can't talk shit about our partners. <laughs> no kidding. It is Valentine's Day. And believe it or not, I've done a podcast this morning. And uh, it is, yeah, and I don't I done a podcast this morning. So you'll hear exactly what Valentine's Day was in our house if you listen to that one. Um, oh interesting. So I won't repeat it because <laughs> Okay. You'll hear exactly what Valentine's Day went. But, okay. um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think when you're mentally ill, I think anybody should be able to take stock of themselves and say, look, that's my limit there. Regardless of where that limit is with um, anybody else, 
you know, regardless, yeah. it should not matter. That's my limit, and I know I've reached it. So then that's where I'll pull the shutters down. Yeah. And anyway, to be honest was, with you. No, go on. Yeah. I was going to say, is it slash was it hard to um, put up that boundary with your siblings? Because I think in my life it's been sometimes. You'll have to say that again because you're in a bad uh, reception area. Okay. I was just saying, sorry. Uh, is it hard to set those boundaries with your siblings and other family members or do they accept it? Because I sometimes have trouble doing that with people. They don't okay. always accept that I need space. Okay. The quick answer is no. Right. And okay. right, the quick answer is no. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. And again, I was saying this in the previous podcast, not exactly what I'm going to say to you, but this is a good okay. question, right? Yeah. I'm a very, okay. very family-oriented type of person. Yeah. I check in with my morals and values and ethics. So in other words, I know them, right? Right. Yeah, I think some people, like, you know, Rose Skaters in her podcast, um, she calls it a moral compass, I'd imagine. Right. Uh, so in other words, I know exactly what my values are. <laughs> so family first. That's it. Family right. first. Simple as it gets with me. Family first. You do whatever it takes for your family. But my family is Emma and the children. Mm. Yeah. Like when I got married, Emma became my family. Right. She is my family. My siblings, I wasn't. There was no choice there. Right. That wasn't a choice on my behalf. The fact that I chose Emma to be my life partner, that was a choice that I made to make sure that through sickness and health, richness and poorness and all this sort of stuff. Vows, yeah, yeah. For better and for worse until until I kill her. Or until that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and then he said he was going to kill her. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't people out there going, I wonder what he killed her. No, not in this no. life. I'll probably get her in the next one. Um, yeah, got to wait a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be a serious mystery. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a in my next life. Um, I'm only messing. I have no idea if I'm going to have a next life. Um, but I put in the application form to be a serial killer in my next life. So there we go. Um, but no, I, I'm family first. I'm family first. So at the end of the day, it's Emma and the children. Now, of course, Mammy, I mean, and I've said this before, Mammy got sick. Right. I know Mammy, I'm alive because of Mammy. She will get my ultimate respect in that sense. Regardless of her parenting skills or whatever. Right. She gave me life. So, and, and, and naturally enough, I'm going to use whatever energy I've left for Mammy, right? Mm. So, the easy answer then is no. I mean, if, if, if I, if I, I'll put it this way to you. Now, none of my siblings have a problem. I mean, my sister came down from, um, you know, where she lives the other day, and she's 67 yeah. miles away, and I would ring her every day and like literally then I'm not ringing her, you know? Yeah. 
yeah. And I heard she was down and I, I met my business call over and said hi because like that now yeah. I'm going to see her when she's down. And right. she, you know, I miss you. And I says, I miss you too. And, and that's yeah. genuine. I do. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, of course. I mean, if any of my siblings went, you know, that's bad form. You kind of just give up your phone. I'd be like, we're all adults. Right. And anyway, as you well know, Mm-hmm. The phone was coming down the line one way or the other. Oh, you were already planning that. Yeah. So that, I mean, that was already that was always going to happen. It right. just made more sense to happen right now. Now well, sometimes, yeah, sometimes those situations kickstart those thoughts and decisions. And I think, like when I was talking to you a few months ago, giving up social media off my phone that really helped, and it was solidified by. Mm. going here and building the house like it was just the right time and place to put that in motion i think you did that too right now with your siblings because you realized you needed it absolutely Absolutely. if you should be able to walk away from your siblings and then walk back into their life yeah you should be able to do you're you're adults um you know i and i have reflected on this and i'll stand firmly emma the children and i say emma the children like I'm very careful how I word it. Emma first. Yeah. yeah. My kids, I love my kids 10 times more than I love Emma, but she is number one. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just that simple. Because as you yeah. see, the reason Emma, the reason Emma is number one is I knew her. <laughs> I knew her. <laughs> yeah. I knew her before the children. Well, um, it's funny because in the BPD mind, I think like I've seen it in you and myself and a few other people, but like the oldest relationships that like endure are the number one you know yeah Those get yeah. Put number yeah yeah and like emma's of course she's number one in the sense of she's yeah. my wife yeah you need to rely on her and and work with her so yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that's it so the answer to the question is no no sometimes in life i'm taking um is it a hiatus a high is that what they call it Hey, this, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking a break, trying to be all fucking knowledgeable. A break. I'm taking a break from my siblings until such time that Mammy passes away, um, to be able to cope with it. Um, I'm finding, I'm, I'm, I'm personally finding Mammy's um journey, if you want to fucking call it that, extremely yeah. difficult, extremely yeah. difficult. Um, yeah. I'm not taking it easy. Um. I'm not in in a sense of that. So yeah, I, I have to kind of cut my cloth according mm. to measure. And my measure is Emma, the children, mammy. And I I know I can't deal with anything more than that. Right. So if I, I put it this way to you. If I was to start dealing, like, thank God I'm off fucking social. If I was on social media, I think even mammy would have to go. Yeah, I don't think that would be hard. I don't yeah. think, if I, I was know. on social media and I wasn't, if I was on social media and I didn't have the emotional intelligence to go, well, it's only social media. It's not real. Right. And I kind of kept social media not realizing that there's a level of anxiety with social media. I would imagine right. I wouldn't be able to even call to mommy. I'd be too anxious. Yeah, I bet. So I'd imagine she'd have to go as well. And then I'd, I'd be only drips and drabs because it'd be too much for me. Um, right. So thankfully, I've not, I'm not on social media. Thankfully, 
um, I'm not on any of this, you know, likes or anything like that. I did get, and I'm very excited, a person from Kazakhstan listening today, and I'm awful. I'm all nice. excited. Oh, nice. Excited about that. Um, so, but yeah, I, I like that's my level is that, and to be honest, yeah. again, I'm repeating what I said. I'm happy enough with that level. To me, that's a very moral. I'm myself and Emma are brilliant. Uh, the kids are great. Um, you know, I'd hear it. That's yeah, good. That's really yeah. good. Like, I was determined to get the kids and the house in. When I say in order, yeah, in, yeah, in order with the way I am as a person, which is generally like, you know, I have my what's the finger called beside your thumb? Index. Is the it? index. Yeah. yeah. I call it my fart finger, right? Um, because you pull it. Yeah. So so the kids pull it and I'll fart. And they think this is hilarious. Like when I'm putting oldest trick in the book shot. Yeah, yeah. When when I'm bursting for a fart, I'll wiggle my finger and it catches their eye and they come over and pull it. And they think they're doing it. You know, so like the house is back. (laughs) House is back in flying form. Um, yeah. Plenty of farting going on, but they, they, <laughs> even today, even today, God help Emma. Emma's sick today, but like you know, I was saying this in the previous podcast, Emma's sick, and I'm joking with her that she has the COVID, right? Because I think it's hilarious. Yeah. And um, like even I text Emma uh earlier on, I said, Um, I have another podcast at six o'clock, do you want me to cancel? Yeah. You know, no, yeah. no. No, 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 no. Firehead, I'll be all right. So I lit the fire. I wouldn't normally light the fire on a Monday because our yeah. house is extremely warm. And the fire yeah. is a very aesthetic thing, I think. It, in other words, I hate it because it makes the house even warmer. And yeah. I can't handle that. But yeah. I lit the fire. So when Emma came home, there was, I, I, and I'd done a little bit more cleaning than normally just to kind of have her coming right. home to nothing. Yeah. Nice. Like, like that, um, you know, yeah, she no problem, you know. But when she came home, I was dying for a fart, I said, and I wiggled my finger, and one of the kids pulled it, and she goes, "You're fucking ridiculous! I can't even talk to you." <laughs> That's so funny. So the house is back. That's my point. Nice. It's, it's it's back to the way I love it, which is a bit of crack and messing, and you know that type of banter going on. You know, right, right. That sounds good. It is good. It is good. And that's what I want. You see, in life, and this is, you know, there's a reason why I'm telling this. In life, because my morals is family first, I don't have to wonder what to do. Right. Right. In other words, I will get my family in order. When I say in order, it means us having a laugh, having a bit of crack. You know, now at the same token, when I say having a laugh, having a bit of crack, I was collecting the kids from school today. They were doing their homework. You know, ask me if you need me because I was cooking a dinner. I don't stand over them. You know, come on now, you need to get that done. Come on now. Yeah, we have to get that done. You know, so when things have to be done, it's come on now, we have to get that done. You have to eat your dinner. I have to go in and collect mommy. I have to go in and get vitamins because Emma's, I keep laughing because Emma's sick. She's not going to fucking die. Um, Even if she wasn't going to die, I would probably make a joke about it somewhere along the line. Um, I would. I'm the, I'm yeah. the type. But anyway, I had to get more vitamins. <laughs> She's sick. God, yeah. 
Um, we're the worst. Myself and Emma are the worst two people on the planet if you're sick. Mm. We're the worst. Why? Because we just get on with it. Yeah. We just get on, like, we, how many months was I coughing and I do nothing about it? <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I had the fucking chest infection for about three months and I was just like, yeah, yeah. I know what it is. I don't know what it is. It was just like, get on with it. And I was going to work and I was just getting on with it. And eventually I went, yeah. I might have to take an antibiotic after a couple of months. Yeah, there might be something wrong here. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. we're the worst family. We just get on with it. Right. But at the same token, we know where we stand in a sense of this is what you need to do. So to answer that, to answer in your question is no. Is... When you know what your boundaries are, my boundaries are, if it interferes with my home, you're gone. Right. If you interfere with Emma and the kids, you're gone. There's there's just no questions asked. If you interfere with my life, that sense with my family, you're gone. Right. If you're stressing me out and that stress is coming into my home, you're gone. Right. No questions asked. I'm, I, I wanted to build a home, not a house. Yeah. I grew up in a house and growing up yeah. in a house is horrible. Yeah. It's a horrible feeling to grow up in a house. So I wanted to build a home and I'm not talking about bricks and mortar. I'm on about a place where, and I said this in yeah. the previous podcast, I'm on about a place where your children can literally open the bathroom door while you're going for a little poo and they're laughing at you, that type of thing, where they yeah. no fear of doing that to their father. To me, that's a home. Yeah. That's, that's what I wanted to build. Um, so, yeah, I have no question. Once I realized all these things, like family first and all that sort of stuff, I don't get confused about then what I need to do after that. And I'll see my... It's not that I'm not seeing them. I mean, would you believe... Over this weekend, I've literally seen um, one, two, three, four, uh, four siblings. You're not cutting them out. You're just cutting down your like constant contact with them. I, I've cut none of them out. Zero. Yeah. Absolute yeah. zero. I'm not cutting any of them yeah. out of my life. And right. they won't cut me out of their life, you know? Right. You know, like my sister... My sister would know if I give up my phone. She has a son who does the same thing. Right. And he's a hypersensitive lad as well. And I think that's the thing is, is, is that I don't think we're designed for this level of technology. No, (laughs) No, definitely not. I don't think you look at you, how, how well you're doing out in the woods there. Um, Oh, good. Yeah. Realistically, like, your environment has changed. Your approach yeah. with your husband has changed. You're able to manage things. You go, like, I have, oh, I have something to tell you. I have a good story. So hmm. we talked about earlier, like managing things and stress levels and like the little things adding up when you get upset about them. And I, Just, knowing that I was, you're, I, you're, I'm getting a lot of wind noise. Oh, can you hear a little bit better now? I'm shielding the mic. Oh, yeah, shield it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, is it better? Yeah. Okay, so we talked before about like 
handling big situations when you can be capable of letting the, lo- the little things go. Hmm. It's also extremely cold here, so my lips are like frozen outside. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, the other day, you know, looking forward to coming to my site, I was leaving um, the family house that I was staying at, and I was, you know, this is the last night in the family home. I'm going to my new house, moving in. There's no heat. There's no, well, there is heat. There's a wood stove, but there's no like, um, instant heat there's no water there's no power um just the wood stove in the house and luckily it's so insulated and warm but um anyway that wasn't the story i was on my way driving um my two trucks because i had two trucks one was breaking down and i was trying to get rid of it and uh it totally broke down on a bridge (laughs) in new york city so in the middle of the bridge, my husband is in the back. Uh, in, I see him in the rearview mirror. I'm in the new truck with the Portuguese. I see him behind me, and I'm just going, oh, no. <laughs> like, the truck's just slowing to a stop, and all this smoke and noise is coming out. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> um, but I didn't freak out. It was like I, I was able to handle everything that day. And at the end of the day, we were all smiling and laughing. And it was just like the best day. Even though it would be like a shit day to anyone else. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just took five hours to get somewhere that was two hours away. It was just a crazy day. Um, but yeah, it really, I mean, when you cut away the distractions, I think, as you call it, it just makes, you know, if you focus on what matters to you, it really makes your life that much easier to deal absolutely. with. Absolutely. And yeah. Uh, I, you're you're still getting a bit of um you're still getting a bit of sound, but I'm gonna I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm trying my best. I, I, I'm in the north. Yeah, you're you're in a fucking you're in the Antarctic, and I'm giving out. <laughs> the <reason today. laughs> yeah. Um, uh. No, but you're right. I mean, the fact is, we even though you know, even though the truck broke down. If yeah. You had, Total breakdown. It was just hilarious to watch. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you had more and more and more and more of everything else, it's the difference of a meltdown or not. Right, right. And that's what I, the more, like, the more simple I make in my life, the, the further away from a meltdown I'm getting. Right. And that's key in my life, in, in that sense of simplicity. And as you see yourself, like, I was in New York twice, and I hated it twice. Yeah. It's too much energy. Yeah. It's too so much. much. Yeah. Way too much for me. Um, you're drained. You're, you're, you're complete. It's like, and I know this doesn't happen, but it's like New York takes your energy from you. It just yes. has mental energy that it just zaps yeah. out of you. Um, yeah. I would, and I've, I've never thought about this, but I'd imagine in a city like that, there's a massive amount of addiction problems because right. when that amount of energy is being taken away from you, you're going to look to replace it with something else. Right, but, right. Um, no, I think like that, when you're reducing your stress, as you've done, mm-hmm. a typical... I'm still on my way. I'm still working on it, but, like, you know, I'm on my... I on know. My, uh, way, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the yeah. typical, you know, a typical truck that breaks down is is the difference of right. not having a meltdown 
and having a meltdown. Right. That's the difference yeah. Yeah. laughing at a truck breaking down on a bridge because it is a funny thing. Yeah. And, and having a meltdown. Yeah. These are the differences. And that's what I'm always trying to say is, is that, is that when you reduce your life stress, yeah. you will cut out a major amount of meltdowns. Mm-hmm. You know, you will. I know it's so my- true. Yeah, no, it's true. And it's like, it's so helpful when that happens because it makes your relationships easier. It makes your day-to-day easier. It's not, it's not so easy to get there though. Cause like I, right now the biggest, this is a good time to talk about it, I guess. But like um, the biggest stumbling block or obstacle I have is that I'm still working on the reduction of stress, but there are certain things that are like time delayed. Like I know that stress with my house will alleviate in three months. I know in a few weeks, something at work will change and that will become easier. Like, but in the immediate day-to-day is not yet totally stress-free, but I'm trying my best not to add like more things to it. Yeah. Um, it's not always possible because also, you know, being in America, it's like, I need money because things are so expensive even though I live so simple as you know you know like maybe to tell listeners I was literally washing dishes in melted snow water today and uh in an old Gatorade bucket thing and yeah like it's I don't live fancy people so when I need money it's just literally to get by but everything because of the pandemic has gone bananas and even looking for the truck to get to replace my my old truck, I looked at used vehicles and people were asking like $30,000 for rusted trucks. And I was like, this is not a good market for me at all. So I've had to bite the bullet and work more. And I'm very fortunate that I, I can work remotely and write, but it's a lot of yeah. my mind. And, you know, all weekend I was uh, working on the house stuff. So physically, mentally, I'm super exhausted. And I, yeah, I'm just trying to uh, figure out how I can cope in like the immediate with the, the stresses. I'm doing well, I think, but I don't know how oh, my yeah. significant other feels about that. <laughs> well, you see, yeah. again, I'm a firm believer in, in look at yourself, notice your, I, again, I have the bulk of the energy in the mornings, right? Yeah. Bulk of energy, right. massive amounts of energy in the morning time. Like too much yeah. energy. Yeah. I'll be dancing at half seven in the morning with kids. Um, <laughs> you yeah. know, literally, like literally do. Yeah. Um, massive yeah. amounts, you know, so they get that version of me in the morning time, right? Right. Evening time, not so dancey. Not so dancey. No, I'm not so dancey. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Evening yeah. time, I'm very much. Oh, I'd love if everyone <laughs> fucked off. <laughs> So I plan my life strategically around all of that. Yeah. So I'm being clever in the, in the evening times I'll play a board game um, with the kids or just sit down and watch TV. If I'm being honest as well, right. Or, or, you know, draw, um, basic stuff. 
Um, you relaxing things. You won't be getting me out playing a game of ball. This is why I hate we're coming into this fucking bastard of a season that has more light in it. Because children want to be outside in the evening time. That's when it's a yeah. it's a fucking nightmare for yeah. me. You can you can stay in in the winter because it's dark and wet and lovely. Um. Yeah. So I plan my life really strategically around me in a sense of. I do my bits in the morning time. I do right. my, you know, cooking and whatnot in the morning and getting the kids ready. Yeah. So I've done my bits. But beyond that, even with yourself, it's to look at your life and go, that's when I'm my maximum energy. And what? Right. So in other words, I have my maximum energy in the morning. So it's kids and dinner. Right. This is my life. That's, you know, this right. is like my life as a parent. Um, so yeah. I can get that done. Right, right. Then that reduces the stress of Emma when she's doing homework. Yep. Yeah. I'm reducing the stress that she's not doing homework, thinking, fuck it, I have to cook a dinner. Right. Right. Um, So in the evening time, then the two of us can wind it down a bit. You know the type of way. Now, Emma does lunches in the evenings, but Emma's more tuned into the evening time where she gets a bit more energy. I just don't. Yeah, Emma gets this little burst of energy, but the point I'm yeah. trying to make is, you—if you look at your life, right? And, right. I. This is what's going to get my most energy, the writing. Yeah. Right. Or whatever you're doing, right. and I'm going to give it at that time. But then it's also mm. to to say to Raz or anyone else that's that you're in a relationship with is, mm. when I, you know. If I if I'm here or like Emma, as I said, Emma knows with me. If I if I not if I just don't respond, even this evening when I was collecting her, she was talking to me and I didn't answer. And she yeah. was, did you hear me? And she's literally sitting beside me in the car. And yeah. I went, I I did, but I I'm I'm, I'm trying to process it because I'm tired. Right. Right. And she knows. Yeah. She knows that that's. You know, to not press it any further. You know? Yeah. I couldn't even tell yeah. you what she asked me. That's like, that's how, like, I get tired in the evenings. Even some of my podcasts, I'd be listening back to them. In, yeah. I'm doing evening podcasts. I'd be listening back on, can't remember a fucking thing at all. <laughs> Just, right. You're right. No, because it is a, it is a time where I'm the same way, where in the morning I have so much energy. I can go running. I usually need to go running or go walking because that gets me like down a few rpms but like otherwise it's it's tired in the afternoon evening i'm just kind of like wiped out Mm. and i think uh my partner is in the process of kind of uh understanding or like maybe working with how to navigate when i'm like in those moods and i've been able to explain it as like honestly i do get like somewhat like I don't want to say it in a it's not in a demeaning way but like some kind of autistic traits because I do like avoid eye contact when I'm really tired I kind of look away I'll start doing something else while I'm listening and I am listening but I'm like Mm. not wanting to be there um so yeah very relatable and uh I think I'm I'm doing those things that you are advising like I am trying to structure the days as much I can in this like unpredictable time but you know it does help so much but it's uh it's a work in progress still over here but we're doing okay so yeah it's like anyone if you get anybody and remove them from their 
natural routine. You will get I argue that with any person on the planet. If you get them, if you get any person and you, you remove them from their natural routine, I guarantee you, you'll get them to have a meltdown. Right? Yeah. yeah. So the point I'm making is if you figure out your natural routine, whatever that is, and then you explain to people, look, this is the way I am. Yeah. The meltdowns will be less. It's not that I am a super fucking mind. It's that I figured Mm. out me. Yeah, exactly. Again, like I, you know, like I'll give you a... I'll give you an example as well, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's nearly time and I'm, I'm going to let you go soon for two reasons. One, you don't freeze to death and two, I'm, I'm going sorry. to... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I warned you. I was like, either you're going to hear a saw inside or outside. It's just going to be yeah. a little windy and cold, but that's what I got right now. <laughs> that's the best you can do. But, um, the phone was charged on a on a generator today, so uh, that's how we're how we're rolling. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, tell you're, me your story. You're going back back to the old days. But, oh, I love it. <laughs> exactly, and that's it. But yeah. I don't care. My right, I'll go in. Right, here's another little kind of uh, way I do it. Right. Yeah. Because I've no energy. I've none. Right. I sound like, oh, I'm a hero. I go in and put my kids to bed. I don't. Right. I lie with them. Yeah. Again, lying requires no fucking energy. Right? Different approach. Yeah. Often, at the same time, I'm mindful that they love it. Right. And I'm using, again, me to the best of my advantages in a sense of I'm still parenting. In a sense of right. I'm giving them nurturing and lying beside them and I make the teddies look like they're alive. But yeah. again, it requires the most minimum of my energy. Right. So again, I'm I'm minding myself while still parenting. Do you know Which is so thing? important because then you can be the best parent that you can be. Exactly. If, if meltdowns are what fuck with everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I was yeah. if, if if the roles were reversed and the war at one stage, I mean Emma done the mornings and I done the evenings, and we were not coping well. Yeah. And then we like yeah. we weren't coping well. None of us were coping well because we were both going against our natural nature. In other words, Emma does get energy in the evening times, I don't. I get my energy right. in the mornings. Emma has no energy in the morning times. Like she's one of these people who's still half asleep, but walking around. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we kind of fucked it up, but then when we swapped it over, it was just perfect. It worked out. That's cool. So, it's like, cool that a little change could make a big difference like that. Like, cause sometimes it is that simple. Absolutely. Like, you know? Yeah. To the children in the evening times, Emma's a good mother. Right, because yeah. she does that right. bit of energy. Yeah. And the children in the morning times, I'm a good father. And because right, you have the, the energy to deal with that. I have the energy. Yeah. If you swap them around, we'd be not good parents. Right. So that's my point is if you figure you out and then you mm-hmm. adapt your life around you, 
it should work out. Yeah. It should. I mean, it should work out. You know? I mean, yeah. There are always, like, multiple factors, but... Oh, hold on. I'm a, I'm a big believer in that, too, that, like, you know, if you can shape it, shape it to suit you and maximize... Mm. It's also, like, knowing that you have good intentions, I think, too, because when you have not-so-good intentions, that's when things get go awry. So don't try to manipulate people to make your life... <laughs> good you know uh, what i mean like in a in a negative way yeah 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 well of course i mean yeah, yeah. If, if 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 um if you're that way inclined i think you're always <laughs> going to be stressed aren't you if you're that way inclined because you're yeah. always trying to cover your back to make right. sure everything you're saying works out true because you know i'd imagine yeah that would be a stress in and of itself because i mean i just yeah, I know from experience, you know, BPD people, we can be uh, super manipulative and not always like um, aware of it because we're always figuring things out. Yeah. So, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We can. We have the we have the um, sad stories and we can we can touch on the heartstrings, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the violin starts to play. Actually, I, I always. I imagine playing a saxophone in those moments, like yeah, just a, yeah. like a sad song. Yeah. Like that character in The Simpsons on the bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, but, listen, I'm going to, have you any other questions? Because I will let you go because I'm fucking conscious now that it is um, extremely cold. Um, and I don't no, want it's to. it's okay. No, I just want to say thanks for chatting and um, it'll be fun when I actually have internet and hopefully it can be a, a, a better quality podcast and another conversation soon. So Absolutely. yeah, take care, Sean. Thanks very much, Erica. My pleasure. Talk soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.